Hola. Welcome to episode 27 of Word to Your Mama. Today, we have two amazing folks behind one of my all-time favorite radio shows slash streams, Heartbreak Radio. We have Lady Mish, a.k.a. Soul, a.k.a. Elisa. Those are all the names we use during the episode. She's, uh, this is her second time on the, on the podcast. You could check her out um, on episode two at Not Be Productions Light with our uh, sister, Lilian Rivera. But today she's on with the uh, amazing DJ Fatrick to talk about the origin story behind Heartbreak Monday, a little BTS, a little behind the scenes, how their collaboration works. Uh, we get into, you know, how they contribute and uh, invest in the community and also our great representation Um for everyone to see that they could also do something similar. Uh, I love listening to their show and I say it multiple times and I'll say it again. It's like, especially during the pandemic, it was like a warm hug because it's just a vibe, man. They just like got this vibe down and I learned old and new artists that maybe I, I wasn't knowing. And it's just the perfect thing, whether I just need something to chill out to, but I really really listen to their uh, show when I'm working, you know, when I'm in that concept mode. But everyone, you know, listens to it and and deals with it in, in their own way. And also in the episode, we we try to really, or they really try to answer one of the question comments from the audience from Chef Roy Choi. Um, and it's very interesting because uh, – there's a lot of answers to his question, and for sure they'll be in the show notes. Um, all the all the tracks mentioned, um, yeah. And then you know, always you know, stick around afterwards for the supernatural bear, and we'll see if he, you know, answers the call of what's his favorite sad song. So yeah, let's get into it. And also, um. I didn't know that my mic was malfunctioning until about the 14, 15 minute mark. So you'll hear a difference because I was also concerned about I was telling them like, oh, it's heartbreak radio. Like you guys can't come on here and sound have like terrible audio. So like we did this thing where everyone recorded their own audio, blah, blah, blah. So I was like not even checking my equipment. So, yeah, little on my end, their shit sounds great on my end. Psh, not till like the 15 minute mark, but yeah, amazing episode. Let's get into it. Okay, so let's like get into it. Let's start off by how are you guys doing? How are you guys hanging in? <laughs> uh, okay, I, I can start. Um, I. I think the answer is to most folks is just 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 without going into details like we're in the context of the pandemic of mm-hmm. of white nationalist uprising of yeah. uh, racist attacks despite mm-hmm. all that as a family we're doing pretty good you know <laughs> in, in the context of that right I mean all those yeah. things affect us and it's just fucked up but we are I, I, I think I am very grateful to have a strong quarantine team. Like the family unit yeah. has been has been uh 
very supportive, and um, we've just all grown together to be a stronger family unit throughout this situation. Nice. And Lady Mish over here? Well, I think at the time that we're recording this, um, on top of what Fatty said, I think all three parties on the line are, we're not even vaccinated yet, right? None of us. And um, I've been working this whole time. And although I am a little bit afraid of the vaccine because we don't know so much about it, I, you know, I would, I think we all would have got it if we had access to it, right? Like, um, so that's been, I think, a mental strain, not only for us, but for everyone that's waiting. Um, I work in an industry where I have been working this entire time through the pandemic. So um, having friends like you guys and, and like what Fatty said, I think it's made uh, my family unit stronger and my kids are much older, and so we've really had to like work on communication and really trying to keep each other safe, which is hard when everyone in your house is actively working. So um, my son is, um, a, a, I guess, in food service. He works at a restaurant. And um, so, yeah, I think, you know, we've just mentally become stronger and have come together. And I feel fortunate because I know that's not what everybody's experience of the quarantine has been. And yes. um, I feel really lucky to, you know, even maintain my employment and to have like the creative space with the both of you and especially like with Fatty and his family. We've, we've gone over, it's been a year now since we've been able to be together in studio and we've been really consistent. Um, we stopped for a while because the, the station itself had shut down too. So I think we all kind of needed a break, but we've been able to recalibrate and it's just amazing to see all the podcasters and all the DJs and all the people in, you know, in LA and, you know, everywhere to kind of try to keep uh, creativity alive and stay connected to our people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And people like you and all other DJs and other creatives, you guys have been our saviors. And I just want to say thank you because during these crazy ass times, you know, we just wanted what I've said to you, uh, uh, um, Lady Mish, and I've never said to you, Fetra, because we're not close, but hope to be, um, is that your guys' shows have been like warm hugs, like tight hugs in, in, in a musical audio format. Nice. You know, you guys are so good selecting what is needed <laughs> to get us all through because it's been a lot of devastation, heartbreak on other like different types of levels. Do you know what I'm saying? Mourning, grieving on different levels. So gracias. Because I know everyone that I know that listens to your show, they feel the same way. I mean, I've tried really hard to put as many people on to you guys um, and they've come back. And some people I didn't even know that I turned them on. I think I've like mentioned it on some of the episodes and they're like, oh, I listened to the show because you mentioned it and I love it. And da, 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 da. So gracias. Right on. Right <laughs> Thank on. You. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so uh, Lady Mish was already on episode two of Word to Your Mama, Nabi Productions <laughs> Light with Lilian Rivera. So second time around, but this time because of Heartbreak Radio and DJ Fabric first timers. So I wanted to get into, you know, we'll get the backstory and then we'll go into questions from the audience. I got some good ones. Ooh. Oh, wow. Um, and then, but the first question is, before I get to that section, I think it's a question we all have is, this is from The Villainous. Uh, she said, I guess I'm curious how and why they started the heartbreak theme show. It's such a great concept. So let's get into the origin story. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> well, it's a very simple story, which I feel like everyone can relate to. Um, I got my heart broken pretty damn bad. Ooh. And... Um, it came at a time where I had, you know, I got divorced and I was like kind of trying to figure things out. And um, I met someone and it didn't, it didn't work out initially. And I was, I was just really heartbroken. It was too soon. And uh, I just basically started posting. I was on Facebook at the time. I think, I don't know if we're all still on Facebook, but I was on Facebook. <laughs> Guilty. And so I just... I just started uh, posting literally like YouTube videos of sad songs on Monday. And I just started calling it Heartbreak Monday because I was like, Lady Imish. I don't often address myself as Lady Imish. <laughs> in that moment, I was like, Lady Imish. <laughs> on Mondays, you can be sad. And the rest of the week, you got to get it together. And ah. so it was just kind of like a, a really like internal thing. And then because I have like such cool friends and, you know, you have online friends that you actually have never met in real life. Yes. Yes. They big you up all the time. And, yes. Uh, and so people started just it was very organic and spontaneous, like posting songs like on Monday, you know, and we all started tagging each other. And then I had a really unique opportunity. Um, Marco Amador, who is the founder of Radio Sombra, I'm not exactly sure what capacity it exists in now, but um, it was an amazing project, and he had wanted um, to launch a series of radio shows, and so he approached me, and I was kind of like, no way, there's no way <laughs> I can do this. Um, but at the time, me and Fatty were friends. I mean, we, don't, we didn't have the connection that we obviously have now, but I just hit him up, and I was like, hey, like, Someone approached me, Marco approached me with this idea, and I'm kind of interested, but I'm not capable of doing it on my own. Like, would you be interested? And he said yes, and has been like really instrumental in the program. It's evolved a lot, and I've learned so much from him, but I just really like it's to his credit to like just, I mean, it's in Fatty's nature. Like, he has helped so many people. Um, He's a, an amazing DJ and has taught so many people. And, you know, sometimes approaching, uh, like, I don't want to make it about gender, but a lot of DJs are men. And I feel yeah, like that's real. it's not really, I'm not a record collector. I had like zero experience. Like I was like literally choosing things off of YouTube. Um, and he's just really been amazing and has, we've been rocking together ever since. Does that, does that sound correct Patty? yeah i think that that's it uh i yeah i on my end 
it was um uh, yeah it it was it sounded like a fun idea um and i i think at the time i uh you know, it was mostly doing hip hop kind of and soul gigs. I think Motown Mondays might have just started, but I also have a huge love for like kind of like emo, indie rock, that kind of stuff. Um, uh, and I will credit like soul, like soul has put me on to so much good music. So if, if folks don't don't realize this, soul actually picks most of the music, 90, 98% of all the songs. That gets played. No, probably like eighty percent. No, no, because you ve- you veto a lot. Well, you pick up my veto. <laughs> 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 um, so I, you know, the the running joke is um, is our age difference, right? Um, we'll just leave it at that. But the joke is like, she's always <laughs> way more on top of like the hot shit that's out right now, like the newest shit. Like, so is the first one. In my world, to know, know, to to uh, to uh, introduce me to Twigs, now known as FKA Twigs. Um, mm-hmm. Who else? Uh, Kalala. I think you were one of the early folks who played, who brought Kalala to the show and was playing Kalala. Uh, I claim Caliucci's for sure. For sure, Caliucci's like you know pre-album days, just straight up mixtape days. So Soul's got amazing taste and just a, as a her ears, her ears are on the streets still, <laughs> no matter what. She's got her ears on the streets. The emo streets. Uh-huh. The emo streets, exactly. Um, and, you know, I, I bring a very type A uh, personality to the show, you know, in terms of, like, technical stuff, mm. organization, you know. You got the skills. You got the, you got the skills. <laughs> and the first, the first rule was to stop ripping stuff off YouTube. <laughs> oh. Yes. So... God, such an elitist. I didn't have money to buy things. Um, but yeah, yeah. And we, the other, the other kind of recent joke is that we don't even know how old we are. Like we, we put out an anniversary show and we got, we were off by two years, right? We're actually oh, nine yeah. years old. I heard that. You were like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's been a while. It's been nine years. Crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, Thank you. No, I think we've learned a lot from each other also, like the same way that I've learned a lot from my family, just growing, like just, just life shit, you know, being an adult, communication, working together. Um, Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think also you, you weren't a father when we started the show. I was not. Oh, wow. Oh yeah. That's right. Yeah. I remember like, so I was like, well, we should probably slow down, uh, when you when 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 your baby comes, it's gonna be crazy. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's gonna be fine. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know no shit. idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you guys started. You guys told us how it all started. But how did you infatuate me? Bamboo. You said you knew it before, but how did that go down? Bamboo pistola, the rapper, the legend. Oh. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, so I was, um, I grew up in Texas, <laughs> we took it way back, uh, yeah. I, born and raised in Texas, went to school at Berkeley, what, that's how what, I came What city in Texas? Sugarland, which is like a suburb of Houston. Ah. Sugarland, I Texas. To, I used to go to, um, New Braunfels, Texas as a kid 
all the time. Do you okay. know New Braunfels? Yeah, yeah. Schlitterbahn? Yes, yes. <laughs> Tubin on the river? Yes, I do know about that. <laughs> wow, we, we connected in more ways than one. Um, yeah, so I, And I went, to, went to Berkeley? I went to Berkeley, uh, you know, was involved with ethnic studies stuff and hip-hop stuff and... and uh, I, I guess the group that Bamboo and Kiwi had, Native Guns, had just formed, and they were performing a lot in uh, at Berkeley. So that's how I met them. Yada, yada, yada. They asked me to... I eventually w- became their DJ. And, um, and through that, I just, you know, met the community in Los Angeles through Bam and Kiwi, uh, one of them being uh, Soul and Emish Books. Fidel, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Ah, okay. So that's that's how that's how it got down. Um, okay. So how do you guys go about so tell us kind of like the BTS? You got next week, boom. Say it's a Monday. Next Monday is gonna be you guys <laughs> gonna record. Who gets the music? Do you guys both pick songs? Who puts them in order? Like all that. We wanna know all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because <laughs> it's Sunday, 7.30 p.m. <laughs> That's how far in advance? <laughs> one of us, the day before, the night before, one of us sent a text to each other. Like 20 hey, hours right? before we record. <laughs> Do we have a show tomorrow? <laughs> Are we recording tomorrow? Is um, it the second second Monday or the third Monday of the month? <laughs> yeah. Are you in the mood to do this or not? <laughs> um, uh but yeah, like I said before, uh, basically, uh, Soul gathers, again, I would say 98% of all the music and sends it to me. And my job is to <laughs> to veto, I guess, to put my input in. I wish I, I, I want to publicly kind of like acknowledge that, uh, that that's a really, uh, I, I don't enjoy that role. Well, uh, it's, it's, how do I say this? It's a flexible I, veto. There's yeah, a it's a flexible veto. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I hate being. I, I, I'm the you know folks that don't know me think I'm a hater. I'm just strong. I'm a Sagitt- <laughs> I'm a Sagittarius. I'm strongly opinionated. Right. Okay, um, he's a Sagittarius and I am a Gemini. So that's that's a lot. That's guys. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I I I will I I, I give my input mutual term on uh, on the choices and sometimes if there's not enough songs or if i feel like there's something missing in, in the vibe right because yeah. the heartbreak theme runs across multiple genres and multiple eras right and i yes i think that pa- one of the strengths of the show is how it, it encompasses a vibe but not via genre so mm-hmm. we'll play a hip-hop song a joy division song some r&b 90s r&b everything right yeah. So sometimes I'll, I'll think if there's something missing in that like in that gamut of like of diversity, I would think oh it might this song might be good to kind of help out the whole show. Um, just I mean the selection of the show and your selections. Um, so and then and then I guess uh, then the next part is me having to sequence the the show, um, mm. the order. You know which song to play first, second, and because lately I've been just I love. DJing, I love like getting on the turntables and mixing and all that. A lot of the, a lot of that is based around tempo, 
right? But most yeah. of it is just on vibe. Um, in terms of how we want to start the energy in the beginning, how we want the energy to flow through the middle, and how we want to pick it back up at the end. Nice. Yeah, like a true DJ. Got it. So you have the, the like, you're like, wonder, wonder Twin Powers activate. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, great selection, great curation. And then you take it with your DJ skills, and it is like, let's set the tone of the tempo like you said and it works guys it fucking works Thank you. okay Thank you. let's get into questions from the audience shall we okay first this is someone that i met when i spoke at wonder woman tech and i uh lady mish you know i've talked to you about her um, her name is Miracle. She's a student out in the North Kakalak. And mm. I asked her because she loves the show. She's the one that I sent you the picture where it's her and her, like, uh, dorm mates listening to the show. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. I do. So she was, I was like, so, I go, Miracle, y'all, I'm going to have them on uh, at the end of the week. Like, what sh what question? You have a question or comment or something? She was like, oh, I'm fangirling out so hard. I, I can't even think of a question. <laughs> She's like, but please let them know how awesome they are. Such good, diverse, timeless music. She said she's excited to listen to this episode when it's available. So cool. that's the first little, little first little thing there. Okay. Thank you. Next, we go into a question by Colony Little, who is an amazing black freelance arts writer that I had on episode seven of Word to Your Mama. She says... She asks, has either of them jumped on the Twitch DJ trend of broadcasting their mixes? And the second part, how do they each build support their communities in their work, both digitally and locally? Two-parter. Can you repeat the second part again, please? The second part is, how do they each build slash support their communities in their work, both digitally and locally. Got it. Do you want to start, Elisa? Um, I'm sorry. What was the first part of the question? <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys jumped on the on the Twitch DJ oh, bandwagon? That's that's a fatty question. No, we have not. We attempted well, to. We attempted to. <laughs> I I do have a Twitch under DJ Fatrick, uh, Fatrick with a PH. Um, I I. I when, when the pandemic first hit, I was doing a lot of IG live DJing and, and a little bit of Twitch. And then also, I, I would definitely jump on Twitch because that's what Motown Mondays, uh, yeah. Los Angeles, was broadcasting out of. And then 2021 hit, and I just didn't have any energy to DJ until very recently when the sun, when, when the time change happened. It was sunnier yeah. in the evenings. And um, I've been doing this thing from the very beginning of the pandemic where... Like it's it's for me, I, folks who Twitch really well, I have a lot of respect for. Like they're amazing, and they've been doing some amazing stuff. That it's it's it's, it's become a culture of itself. That's uh yes, that's very unique, uh within the world of DJing, and it, it it's a lot of creativity with your backgrounds with and the look, but also I think what's powerful about Twitch is the interactions with the chat box, the engagement, the for engagement. Sure. Yes. Yeah. And I'm not good at that. I I already hate being on the mic. It's taken me a long <laughs> like 
If it wasn't for Native Guns and having to DJ on stage with a hip-hop group, I would never be touching the mic. So <laughs> it's been a long process. Even in the beginning of Heartbreak Radio, if you listen to the first episodes, I never talked. And then <laughs> eventually I would talk, but I wouldn't have my own mic, so you would hear me as an echo in the background laughing or talking <laughs> shit. Heckling, um, heckling me. Heckling. Heckling. <laughs> uh, but now I have a mic and I talk way too much. But You don't talk too much. I I don't like uh, when I DJ. I just want to DJ. I don't. Yeah. Um. I'm not good at interacting. So I that was one of the main things why I wasn't super on board the Twitch train. Um. Mm -hmm. I also just feel I'm not old, but I feel I don't have the energy to build another following on another social media platform. Does that, does that make mm -hmm. sense? Yes. I yes. Think, it's a lot of work. It, yeah. Yeah. Totally. I don't want to make flyers. I don't want to post every i don't want to post <laughs> stories every two hours that i'm about to twitch you know i'm just yeah. that th that part of my life was i've already been through that i was really into it when i was throwing parties pre-pandemic and i just that energy the allocation energy isn't a priority for me anymore does that make yeah. sense um totally having said that though i do have a twitch and we are djing i am twitching every sunday which is uh, when I set up, I set up speakers. We have a little like, like a th a fourplex, fiveplex kind of situation, and I'll set up speakers and spin for my neighbors. Which you know, I spend a lot of labor, to, physical labor, setting up this equipment to yeah. spin like an hour. <laughs> but for me, that's a real audience in person. You know, yeah. Right, my neighbors feels like something tangible. Uh in terms of like providing joy um and music too then that that that's a stronger motivation at this point in my life than just a virtual twitch audience does that make sense yeah so i have hella respect and i'm very inspired by folks who are who are twitching a lot um these days and i want to say that um twitch has been a very strong platform for female djs yes coming up right um because they're you know it's it's still a very male dominated DJ world out there, and even mm -hmm. the bookings, the bars, folks who are like booking DJs, you know, it was not a very equitable situation. But Twitch yeah. has, I think, been a great platform for young of, for a lot of dope ass DJs to come up. And I'm talking about like Spinnerita, um, yep. you know, Jazabella, mm -hmm. who we had on Heartbreak Radio a couple of years ago. They're killing it. Que madre, like it's yeah, they're yeah. doing some amazing things. Shout out to Ladies of Sound. Shout yes. I will, be, yeah. I, I will be having, um, after you guys, or one or two episodes after you, I'll have Maricel. They put together Ladies of Sound on, uh, also uh, a dilated family crew. So yes. she'll be on, and we'll talk more about that. But yeah, for sure. I've been seeing the most female DJs <laughs> probably in my life during this pandemic and it's been great also to see like you were talking about earlier the engagement you know like um shout out to my brother from another mother woes and his boom bap kid situation and they oh, had yeah. a lot of you know they had marissa love the name um she has two s's though but like you know them <laughs> and they just were like the engagement of the the chat room the support from other uh women uh, other uh uh, women DJs and just other people just being like, yo, she's dope. You know, not because 
of the fact that she's a, a woman, but just because she's dope. You yeah. know what I mean? I, yeah. So I would, that's oh, I'm sorry, that's go been ahead. great. I would no, go ahead. I would imagine, I haven't been on Twitch, but with everything you guys are sharing, I imagine that Twitch seems like a very safe place for these DJs as well as, you know, not to gender them as women again, but just like, you know, the ability to have control of your environment mm -hmm. and the mm -hmm. way that you engage with people. I think that it's really allowed uh, people to build up their confidence and create like a safe space. And I think for us leading into the second part of the question, um, mm. I think Fatty answered that like he's connecting immediately with his neighborhood, you know, with his immediate yeah. community through his music. And I think for me and the both of us actually being a part of KQBH is a very big part that we are trying to um, contribute to the community and build kind of this space for, you know, by POC DJs um, and investing like in the community. I, I don't, neither one of us lives in Boyle Heights. I used to work there and I'm still a part of the Boyle Heights, Boyle Heights Bridge Runners. But mm. I think... Um, we were one of the first shows to, to sign on to the station, and I'm so proud to say that I'm a part of it. Um, we, have yes. we have amazing programming, a very diverse group of people. And so I think, again, it's all about having the access. Had Marco Amador not invited me to be a part of Radio Sombra, I can tell you, Heartbreak Radio would not exist. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's uh, about the examples. Like even you, Ritzy, like you've been a podcaster for how long now? And Who's to say? <laughs> I mean, in various forms, in various shows. Staying competitive in these dynamic times means having the right technology at work for your small or medium-sized business. Whether your goal is to grow, downsize, or modernize, Panoply BPO provides the right combination of tools, support, and affordability necessary to make it a reality. Visit panoplybpo.com. That's P-A-N-O-P-L-Y-B-P-O.com to schedule your no-obligation consultation today. Mention WTYM and get your 13th month of service for free. Panoplybpo.com. There is a better way. Um, I love the nerd out. I love the nerd Thank out. You. And uh, the supernatural bear corner. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so I think it's just like setting the example that, you know, if I can do it, you can do it. Yeah. Seeing someone that looks like you, you know, seeing them do it, you're like, oh, I can do it. And one thing that I do like about Twitch is you're saying it's a safe space. It's literally you can make your own safe space because if someone's tripping in the chat, you can kick them off right <laughs> which is important. you know it's super important and um i talk about it all the time but i love listening to there's a lot of people I, I like to 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 check out on twitch but you know at different times of the day and night i'll get an email that kenny beats is doing a twitch feed and i go on there and i love it because he he's like i say he's the ted lasso mm. of producers and his and if you've seen Ted Lasso, you know what I'm talking about. It's like he's good people. He doesn't allow any negativity. He has moderators that knock you off. So it's definitely a safe a safe space. Is, and 
I love that. Is Kenny Beats the, the trap producer? He does trap and he does other stuff too. Yeah. The younger cat, he, right? The younger white yeah. dude? Okay, mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, yeah, dope. Yeah, he's really awesome and he'll like, he have like amazing beat battles and um, it's just very inclusive, his feed. And like, yeah. you know, I don't know. It, it's just, it's like a hug. And yeah. sometimes he'll create a beat live on Twitch and I'll just be working. And I'll That's just dope. hear the loop of, you know, and stuff like that. And I like it because he's always uh, educating the young cats, especially the young white kids, that, like, he gives homage and respect to those that came before him. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's great. Yeah. Okay, let's go to this la last question before we get into the uh, rapid-fire rapid questions, the a.k.a. slow-as-hell questions. But the last, the last question from the audience is a good one. Okay, here we go. What's the perfect heartbreak song for tough guys to bump in their car and embrace their sensitivity while still holding their rep? And when I say tough guys, like Raider fan tailgate levels, like what song can they bump that's super emo, but the homies won't trip? Please tell Saul and Fatty I love them both and miss them. This is from our favorite... Chef Roy Choi. Roy! Uh, what's up, Roy? <laughs> yes. That's hilarious. I mean, that's a funny question because he he was a guest on the show. He picked he picked some some choice cuts that I think uh, match those criteria and exceed those criteria in some ways. You know. Right. Um, Elisa, the the selector. I'm thinking because the Wu-Tang made it very grimy uh, is, um, what's the song that I'm thinking of? I totally blanked out. After Laughter. Wendy Renee. Wendy mm -hmm. Renee. I think that's a perfect one. The, the Wu flipped it. The RZA flipped it. And so I think it embraces, you know, the, 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 after laughter comes tears. So it's like, you know, you're going to laugh with the homies, but you're going to go home and get in your car and cry. <laughs> yeah. I um, love it. I, th this could, this could be a really deep conversation that can be a whole show. And so in terms of how we de deconstruct masculinity, because it, it already exists, right? Like we're talking about low rider oldies. Like that's what the first thing that comes to mind. Totally. Yeah. But totally, but, on top of like it could be its own show. He also said maybe even make your own playlist, right? So your own show. But so him and I started kind of talking about it, and I was like, "What about all this?" He goes, "Ah, that's too easy." He's like, "Let's ask the professionals. <laughs> Let's leave uh, to the professionals." Got you. So I think he's like thinking above and beyond that something like like Lady Mish said. So because I think all these are a given. I think he's right. You know. Um. So what what else were you thinking of? What you got, Fanny? I don't know. I'm I'm such a, a um I'm a Sagittarius. We've already established <laughs> that. So I like to push my opinion on the people sometimes. So I my choices would be more like a challenging like a, a challenge to uh to that box of masculinity, you know, heteronormativity and machismo ness, right? Um mm -hmm. so <laughs> like I would tap into like the side of Heartbreak Radio that I even 
might have to challenge myself on, which is like the stuff that I have to think twice to 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 veto. <laughs> you know, like the FK twigs, ah. the very deep. Uh, Emotional sonic dive, like very almost sonically, production-wise, and they're very abstract, right? But, um, but has the effect when you listen to it of like, it almost like chakra, right? Like when you go to those, yeah. those sound meditations, some of those productions, like just the vibrations of it, kind of, yeah, just like physically gets you to emote more, <laughs> like a sound um, bath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, like in a sentimental mood type of song. Yes. Yes. I you just hear that, that piano and like your heart just like. It's over. It's yeah. over. It's, yeah. yeah. Or maybe, um, um, is it a crime by Sade? I mean. Oh, sh oh the Raiders dudes are <laughs> definitely rocking to that shit. <laughs> That's on the same level. That's on the same level as oldies, I would think. Right. All right. So. So what's something that's that's more advanced? We got we we can't we disappoint Roy. It. We can't disappoint Roy. That's such a good question. <laughs> red um, red wine by UB40. <laughs> <laughs> I could see them doing that dance to that I, song. I just imagine all the stuff that um that Bam would would always look at me sideways for listening to while we're on tour. Um, like oh, what? you know what? Uh, Portishead. Because oh, it's, it's, there's enough hip hop, that's a good one. right? There's enough hip hop sensibility, but yeah. it's so like it's like heart wrenchy. Some of the emotions. I have a funny story about that. So, I, for a very short portion of my life, I was tour managing, um, not tour managing. I was assistant tour managing Zion I, and um, mm. I we were on tour, just and it was like a we we had a one of those big white vans driving through the Midwest, and we were in Montana in the winter driving through the mountains, overcast, dreary, and um, we had hired a sound engineer from Atlanta, a mm. young black man, super talented, kind of came up in the church world, but he was just known as like a really good live sound guy, and he was, and he was super young, never heard Portishead in his life, Whoa. and I was, I was selecting the music at the time because I was driving, and I was like, man, it's dreary, it's mountainy, it's gray, I'm going to put Portishead on, Perfect. and he was like, Yo, turn this shit off. I'm so sad right now. Like he wasn't hating <laughs> on it. It was just bringing. It was. It was too much of the same emotions. It was like the emotion of the of the environment of the weather <laughs> yeah, added with the yeah. music. And he was like, "I need something to balance this, not add to it." <laughs> yeah, he was bombarded by the severity. Yeah, yeah. I, I love I love that story because it was it's it's cool to. It's just dope to introduce new music to people in general and to see their reactions and how it emotionally resonates with people, how it affects them. Um, so yeah, yeah, does that count? Portis has a good. That's a, good, a really good uh, one. I think. I think we got the. I get, we got I think, the air I, horns. I think we got the air horn. I think with uh, with all your selections, both of you guys, I think we I think we got it. And so we'll hear back from him. Um, <laughs> awesome. Okay, are you guys ready? For the not so rapid fire questions, the AK hell slow as hell questions. Can you give me two? Give me twenty seconds. Let me get my charger. Hold on. Okay. I also would say it's probably typical, but I want to add. Um, how deep is your love by Key Sweat to that list? Okay. <laughs> 
I'll add that. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put them in the. Sh- I'm gonna say. I'll put them in the show notes. I'm gonna have links to the all the songs. Oh, nice. That you guys mentioned, so that people are who are not familiar. They can um, check. I love when people, you know, every every episode they talk about their songs because one of the questions is a song question, and I put the links with it. Like, I don't know if I don't know if you guys had a chance to listen to. Oh, he doesn't have his headphones on. I don't know when if you get a chance, Elisa, to listen to um, Joseph Jazzbo's episode. That's a good one um, because. I don't, I like Fela Kuti, but I'm not an expert. I don't, I don't know every single song. Well, they're like 20 minutes long, each song. Yeah. So, but, <laughs> it's you know, a time I asked investment. him. Yeah, exactly. So I like the vibe and stuff. So, but when I asked him one of the, one of the rapid fire questions, he gave me two examples. And one was, um, I think it was power, power of so- sorrow or something. Oh, wow. Okay. And it's, he's like, it makes it feel like summer. And then I listened to it because I had to put it in the show notes. And I was like, it does feel like summer. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It's such a great song. Okay, so here we go. Let's go. I think, I think uh, Lady Miss, you did some of these. Yes, but so there's you, been a couple of You could give them all to Fatty. Okay, let's, how, let's so how, do. So how do we do this? You're going to ask a question and then the first one answers? Or should we take turns no, answering? No, I'll go, I'll go like you. I'll go Patrick, you first. She answers some of them. And then uh-huh. I'll, there's a couple of new ones. And I'll let her. Then both of you guys, I'll be like, you go first. Da, 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 da. So okay. first one, first couple to Patrick. Three words to describe yourself. Uh, nerd. <laughs> um, <laughs> dad. And uh, third word. I suck at these. Um, Foodie. Okay. Alisa, I mean, uh, Lady Emish, did you do this one last time? I did. Okay. Uh, Patrick, then, what's the best piece of advice you received? Um, I guess relevant to my life now, probably, uh, well, how do they, how do they put it? Um, I, we, I was having a conversation with a homie who was a very influential spoken word poet, just a deep thinker. And I, I think, I, I didn't take this literally, but he, he says something to the point of maybe the, the most direct and most powerful difference we can make in life is how we raise our children. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, okay, I've asked her, what about you? What are you doing to dismantle the patriarchy? Um, ra- raising my my son and daughter with with uh yeah. from from the get uh breaking down like the gender binary isms and um focusing on consent mm. and um and really highlighting achievements of beyond the small list of white men we learn about typically in our past in our in our schools that nice sense? hell yeah yeah okay. hell yeah next one uh and i know a lady you miss you answered this one but i think because it's you're on as heartbreak radio people would want to know mm-hmm. uh on this episode so we could start with you 
uh, what's the song to get you hype that you when you need it? Um, My Way by Fetty Wap. What? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I know that, that was not your answer in episode two, so that's fantastic. Fucking awesome. <laughs> Just listening to it this morning, actually. Wow. I, I, I love being in a partnership with Elisa on this radio show. It's uh, always surprising me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> baby, baby. <laughs> okay. That's what hilarious. about you, Fatty? Hilarious. To get me hype? Yeah, uh, to get you hype. You need that extra oomph motivation. Lately? Yes. Uh, and I'm not ashamed to, to admit this. It's Robin, the Swedish singer Robin. Yeah. Uh, my whole family loves uh, like the, her two t- hit singles, uh, Dancing by Myself and um, yeah. and Call Your Girlfriend. Um, <laughs> that or Prince, like one of the Prince dance songs. You nice. know what? You know what? Uh, okay, so I, I I suck at answering these questions, even though I'm a DJ, because it's as DJs we th- we don't think about singular music. We see, kind of like think about context, right? Like yeah, this song in this context would be hella hype, but maybe this song be better for this context. So like hip hop, Annie up, hands down, no matter of what. Of course. Yeah, easy, right? Of course. Uh, um, Heartbreak Radio. It would be uh, what's it called? Um. It would be uh, the Joy Division song, Love Will Tear Us Apart Again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That kind of be like the anthem. Um, yeah. And then at home, it's Robin <laughs> right now with my kids. <laughs> Which she's, so, she's like, been I, on I, like I always radio. do, I have links to all these songs in the show notes. What were you saying, Lady Image? Oh, just that we recently played Robin because I think... It's really helped the Cariaga Huang family during quarantine. Yes. Nice. Yes. Nice. Yes. Yes. Okay. So for for the peoples, let's both have you answer this one. Um, Patrick first. Uh, what will be your legacy? What? What? How is that a quick question? <laughs> I know. That's why. That's why it's called not so not so rapid fire questions, aka the hell the slow as hell questions. <laughs> what will be my legacy? <laughs> um. As Heartbreak Radio, I feel like our legacy is um, is people is a show that I mean, quite literally, uh, or I guess in a one-dimensional way, in a superficial way, is is a show with great music across multiple genres and and, and eras that's also uh, mixed well. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a total ego thing. Pat on my, myself on the back. Um, uh, and seek. Yeah, I, I suck at these rapid fire. Um, I, I think again, like a broken record. I want my legacy just personally, just to. I want to be a good father. You know, yeah. I want. I want. I want to. I I had a great father in certain ways growing up. But I also want to break all the things that I felt were damaging about certain practices that ge- that generation of immigrant men had and continue on that tradition to be even greater father and so on and so forth, you know, um, yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. Okay, good ones. And uh, Lady Mish? Um, well, I think 
I think we spoke about this one. I was lucky to be on here twice. So I think I'm going to reply in terms of uh, the work that we do as Heartbreak Radio. Okay. And I think, um, well, first of all, again, thank you for having us. I want to thank everyone for their super thoughtful questions. I never imagined that people would actually tune into the show. Um, but the thing I like about the show <laughs> is that especially now with social media, um, I haven't been on it as much lately because I go back and forth about it so often, but I feel like it's a gentle kind of reminder to be okay with things being fucked up. And yeah. social media can be a valuable tool, but it could also be just like people say this all the time, the highlight reel. You see everybody's mm -hmm. successes and everybody in their filters. And so I like to think, and I hope it's not too self-serving, that the music we play and like the nerdy nature of, you know, me and Fatty's friendship kind of pulls it back and is to be like, it's okay to be sensitive. It's okay to yes. be, you know, I don't want to make light of depression because it's a very serious thing, but it's okay to be depressed. And, you know, I always say like, again, you can be sad on Monday, but get it together for the rest of the week get if you together. can, you know, yeah. and, and try to yeah. find that balance. And so if we can comfort people in some kind of way, I like to think that that's maybe the legacy uh, for the show and that you can bounce back and yeah. Yeah, I love that. Okay, this is a new question that was just added. This is the first time I'm asking it and adding it to the slow as hell questions. Um, it's a WandaVision that came from uh, watching WandaVision. Um, it was from a chat room member on the podcast Fat Man Beyond with Kevin Smith and Mark Bernadine, one of my favorite ones because they nerd out about shows. And someone in the chat said, if you could bring back one person that has passed, who would that be? Who would that person be that you could bring back to just sit and watch TV with? Prince. Boom. <laughs> Quickly. Boom. If it's Lady Mish, you know, I think we're excluding. I, I would obviously bring back my my dad, but if we're yes. talking about people that weren't part of our family, Anthony Bourdain. Oh yeah, good one. And what? And yes, I what? am bringing back a white man. That's how serious it is. That's how mm. serious it is. <laughs> mm -hmm. And. Mm -hmm. What is the episode? Because Lady Mish is all up on the episode. Ooh, oh, yes. my goodness. I walked into yes, this one. Please believe it. Let it be known. Let it be known. Please believe it. Let's not be shy. And what, do you remember the, the episode that it was? It's, oh, it was for LA, right? It's the, yeah. I think there's a previous episode. Um, I think the shows are different, right? Because I think I was on No Reservation. Is that what the second show was called? Yeah, I'll no, look you... it up and I'll have a link to your episode. Okay. But... but you have to check it out. It's fantastic. And yeah, I get it. Anthony Bourdain is the real one. And uh, you were, you know, very fortunate enough to to know him, meet him, be on a show with him and forever be, you know, on film with that. So that's amazing. A little real quick, a little backstory was that that yes. was possible because of Fatty and Roy initially. And I'm, re oh. I'm really, really sad to say that they originally contacted me because um, they were interested in having Anthony be on Heartbreak Radio. Oh, man. But because, 
um, we were no longer recording in Boyle Heights and we didn't have a studio, they were really, really committed to having a component or representation for Boyle Heights in that show. Wow. And mm. I had tossed it to a few other people of uh, different organizations and they just were really firm about it. And I was very, very hesitant to do it. And I want to thank my friend Roly, Rolando and um, Lizette, who are a part of the Boyle Heights Bridge Runners. And I'm glad that I was, it wasn't just about, you know, me, it was about the group and a reflection yeah. of the community. So it was, you know, it, what could have been, but um, I think it was an important thing. And I'm forever, forever grateful that I got that opportunity. Um, I just regret bigging up Morrissey in that episode. <laughs> <laughs> Let me clear the record. <laughs> but, Canceled. Yeah, but but shout out to to Anthony Bourdain and all the people that work on that show. He has a really incredible team. Like you know, mm. I think there was a lot of love there, and so shout out to them and shout out to Roy. He should yes. be back on all our shows on on War to Your Mama and to Heartbreak. Yes, what, you guys have to release that episode though, right? Of him on there, Roy. Yeah, Roy on Heartbreak. It it did air. Uh, we have I, I have the show too. I guess we can. But you guys haven't put it on Mixcloud. Yeah, yeah, you haven't put it on there yet, right? No. It's it, sadly like like your episode, Ritzy, because you were a guest on our show many yes. years ago, and you were a great <laughs> you were a great guest. Um, but when we transitioned, um a lot of our shows are kind of scattered over different servers and computers. So one um, of the goals that we've always had is to kind of like re up on all of that. So hopefully that's something we can do in the future. Yeah, that would be great. And let, let us know so we could spread the word to, to listen to um, Roy's episode. I'll be curious. And yours. And mine. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I just remembered that conversation about Roy on your show, but I don't think it was on air though. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll keep it moving. Okay, so we're at the end, guys. Thank you so much. Tell everybody when, how, where they can listen to the amazing Heartbreak Radio. That's your tagline, Fatty. Go for it. <laughs> Heartbreak Radio is uh, first and third Mondays. It airs live West Coast time. Pacific Standard Time at 9 p.m. on KQBH. And if you're close to the uh, close to Boyle Heights, you can get it on FM 101.5. Um, and if you're not, you can get it on their website, lpfm.la. And if you miss it or you aren't able to listen to it live, then we always have it posted on Mixcloud either the day of uh, or the next day. Our Mixcloud is mixcloud.com slash Heartbreak Radio. And you could also awesome. follow Fatty at DJ Fatrick on Instagram. And the one for the show is Heartbreak Monday on Instagram. Yeah, it's great. And I, I highly suggest when you go to Mixcloud, you sign up so that you can get the emails because then you'll get the emails to know when they're released. And on top of that, you get a playlist, folks. You get the whole shebang. Oh, yeah, and yeah. I, I've learned some really awesome new artists. So I'll be like, oh, yo. And, and I always text Lady Amisha. I'll be like, yo, that, uh, like, the latest one was, uh, it was a white dude. I remember. I can't remember his the song. But I was like, who is that? I'm obsessed. 
Um, so it's like just good shit. You could be like, oh, who was that song? They say it in the episode, but you could also look at it on the list. And you so, can yeah. also fast forward when we're talking. <laughs> no, but you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. You can get the full, full experience. You, you need to listen to the very end because sometimes I'll put like blooper Ugh. vocals of... Uh, <laughs> so rude. Of a, <laughs> Sagittarius are so rude. <laughs> There was one time, if you can search back in the archives, there's one time where I caught her singing Prince. Like I turned the mic on right when, <laughs> in the middle of her playing. <laughs> the best. The Why aren't best. you laughing? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, you're in uh, trouble. I'm in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, Ritzy, thank you for having us. I miss you and Patrick and everybody so much. So it's nice to connect in and be a part of your new project again. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you so much for, for being on. And, you know, um, I because of Heartbreak Radio, that's how I got to meet you, Patrick, for the first time. And I don't know you that well, but but I, I appreciate you. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> thank you for everything. Um, so, yeah, thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Yes. Thank shout you. out to you and shout out to the Supernatural Bear. I'm, yes. trying, to, I'm trying to get on his on his segment. <laughs> I'll see. I'll, he's pretty. He's pretty particular. Let me see if we can make that happen. Okay, sounds good. I'll wait for my. I'm invitation. excited to hear what he's gonna do for you guys. Yes. Yeah, me too. Maybe maybe he could play a sad song for us. What maybe was I could tell him to put what his was, favorite sad song on. What was the song that we played that he requested? Oh, he, uh, he didn't recently? request it, but we played it for him for Valentine's Day. Was it a Maldita Vecindad song? No. No, it was a Café Cuba song. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Extraño, yes. algo así? yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Or Quiero Ver. Yes, That's it. yes. There you go. It yes. was Quiero Ver. Yeah. And he loved it. So thank you so much. I played that section for him and he was all about it because he loves that song. And uh, he also loves you because you're the one to introduce him to Dragons Love Tacos, the book. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Classic. Classic on these streets. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everybody listening. Have your kids been in a house playing video games in your space way too long? Now you can get them outdoors and still be social while social distancing at the skate side after school and group skateboarding classes. Skate students get to improve their skating and decompress after a long day or week of school. This program is awesome for beginners to get started or advanced skaters to take their skills to the next level. Go to theskateside.com and learn about our COVID-safe programs in Santa Monica, Culver City, Glendale, and South Pasadena. That's T-H-E-S-K-A-T-E-S-I-D-E dot com. The Skate Side. More kids skating. And now, introducing the Supernatural Bear Corner. Supernatural, Supernatural Bear. Bear. Hello, everyone. This is SNB, 
16 or the SMB. This episode is for Miss Elisa and Mr. DJ Fatrick. That's a cool name, like a really cool name. Um, thank you for giving me a shout out on Valentine's Day. I send thank yous and thank yous and thank yous. Thank yous. And you guys, um, a few days ago, you asked me a question. Um, and that was, was my favorite sad song? The truth is, I don't really have a favorite sad song. Um, I guess Little Brothers, but that's just from Finish and Ferb. So I guess you could say that, but also at the same time, you kind of couldn't either because it's like having a script. Not it's not it's not truly, 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 truly made from the heart and um, real experiences. So you could say that's a sad song, but you could also say that it's a semi-sad song because it's not coming from the heart. It's um an act an actor reading a script. But I don't really listen to a lot of sad songs because I. I'm a little bit more upbeat. That's just what I prefer. Um, but, yeah, that's my answer. Don't listen to a lot of sad songs, but maybe a little brother. Yeah, this has been SMB. And thank you to Miss Elisa and Mr. DJ Fatrick for giving me a shout-out. Heartbreak Radio, folks. Make sure to tune in. Listen live if you're in the surrounding areas of Boyle Heights on KQBH. Or listen um, whenever you want on their Mixcloud. And I'll have all those links, especially to everything we talked about, all the songs that they mentioned, and on the show notes, which is on the episode page and we're also going to have a link i'm also going to have a link to the anthony bourdain season nine episode one los angeles parts unknown that miss elisa is in and they do this running montage of her while anthony bourdain is just speaking it's at night and she's running and then the rest of the Boyle heights bridge runners come up that's how they start the vignette and it's she looks amazing. She looks gorgeous. And then, you know, they, they start eating tacos and it's fantastic. You have to see it. It's on HBO Max. All the episodes are, but that episode for sure. Um, also, skate side, first time on the promo on, on Word to Your Mama. And I want to make sure that you guys understand it is black owned. Coach Lamar and his crew are amazing. The Supernatural Bear, when we lived in L.A., he did it, loved it. Uh, we still think about Coach Lamar all the time and what he's doing, spreading love, spreading joy with the skating. And it's just, it's good times. Uh, the Supernatural Bear didn't, he didn't want to go the first time. He was a little bit nervous. He had never skated before. And then I only put him in like half a day. And then when I picked him up, he was upset because he was like, he wanted to stay longer. So definitely a, a good space. Um, and I really trust Coach Lamar and his entire staff to keep the kids safe so yeah thanks for making it all the way down here and let's you know keep it moving keep supporting make sure you leave reviews on the apple uh site on the for apple podcast because that ensures that other people get to find us 
and listen to the diverse voices that we bring to the table. So yeah, do that. There's also, you could donate. You also buy stuff from Nostora. Tell your peeps, tell your friends. All right then, we reap. Word to Your Mama is owned and produced by Ritz P. The intro is produced by Nico Beats. And as always, Word to Your Mama is brought to you by RitzyPeriwinkle.com and Panoply BPO 